Welcome, welcome, friend, to the Business of Personal Brand Photography. My name is Paula Brennan, and I'm so excited to be bringing you the last episode of 2023. Oh my gosh, it has been a massive year, hasn't it? We've just seen some real seesaws going on in the photography landscape. We've got some major changes going on in the AI kind of stuff. We have definitely seen a a rocky economy. I know in most parts of the world that has meant that it's been probably a tougher year for a lot of photographers. And I know that a lot of the time we can be sort of sitting on the precipice of fear and concern about the state of our industry. But today, I just wanted to help you to see the areas that you've kicked butt in this year. Now, I did this exercise with my students in my community last week, and it just brought out some absolutely beautiful conversation. I just really loved taking people through this exercise of reflecting. So I haven't got time to do all of what we did on that call, but what I'm going to do is just take you through three simple questions just to ask yourself. And there's a bunch of other stuff you can take yourself through an exercise like this, but I just thought I'm going to hold space here for you. And I want to just get you to look at three little areas of your business at things that did go well, because I think it's so easy for us to look back at the end of the year and sort of like focus in on things that didn't go well, or perhaps we didn't achieve and kind of, you know, put all of this emphasis on the new year and what we can do. But we kind of forget a lot of the time to just reflect and go, hey, little pat on the back. That was cool. That was a good experience. Things don't need to be monumental, right? We've got to celebrate the little wins. (laughs) So that's what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be having a look at just a few areas where you can celebrate yourself. And I just want you to be looking back at the bright side of 2023, okay? So the first thing I want you to ask yourself, and I'm going to ask you this question, is what was your favorite image that you took this year? Can you think of one? Can you think of your favorite? Now, I know if you're entering awards and things like that, you might most likely can easily pinpoint this for yourself. One of the students inside of my program, we were sharing on the Zoom call and she actually shared uh, images that were taking her outside of her comfort zone. So she's very used to shooting in the studio and she was out on location. And these were, these were the favorite images that she took this year. And it was really cool to see her sharing them. Um, another one shared images that were all of her kids' achievements, which was just absolutely beautiful to see as well. And it's funny because I actually shared an image, but I've spent this last weekend actually going through and archiving all of my jobs, you know, when you have to file everything away and say kiss goodbye to the end of the year. And as I was going through this, one particular image actually kind of like jumped out of my hard drives, off my Dropbox account and just started screaming at me. It It actually wasn't an image that I took for a paid job at all, which was really strange. This image was actually I do a photo shoot each year for a a disability organization that's here in my local area and they have an art show. So all of the artists are from the disability community and they they all show their work and it's just the most beautiful experience to walk through this room that's just full of creativity 
and just such passion. And one of the ladies walked around to each one of her uh, pieces that were on the wall and she insisted that I take photos of her in front of every single piece that she created. And she's quite prolific, so there was quite a few shots. But it was just such a beautiful experience walking through this room with her absolute pride. She didn't have any shame, which a lot of artists and creatives can have. She just was so outwardly proud about what she created and she wanted as many people to see and I don't know just her energy and yeah her in front of one particular image that was just super colorful uh, I might actually share this image alongside of this podcast episode so that you can see it it's not an award-winning image the lighting and everything in it's quite bad because I was using on-camera flash you know but it's just beautiful the energy and the memories that are attached to that image so can you figure out or do you have a favorite image that you took this year that you can can pinpoint if you can't do it right now can I encourage you to go back over your work this year maybe it's through your Instagram or your Facebook or in your website or just in your hard drives and find your favorite image and put it up somewhere you know even if you just make it your uh you know your wallpaper on your desktop or put it on your phone or something like that so that you can just be reminded of that amazing image and that amazing experience as you're going on with your day-to-day life. I think particularly too, when you're looking at what you want to do and what you want to create for the new year, I think also it's good to take time to reflect on these sorts of things that really, you know, had an, a big impact on you. Okay. So let's move on to the next question. Cause I've got a few here and this is very exciting for me. So was there one thing that you felt that you needed to tick off your list that you have achieved this year? Okay, so at the start of the year, did you feel like there was something that you needed to tick off your list? And can you look back and go, do you know what? I've done that thing. Yeah. Now, when I asked this question, the first place a lot of my students went to was, oh, I can think of the things that I haven't done. And I was like, no, 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 no. That's not what today is about. And I want to say the same thing to you right now. This is not about you looking at the list and seeing what you didn't tick off. Let's have a look at what you have ticked off. And there might be quite a few things on your list. And I'm pretty sure that there would be. But we often just let that stuff that we haven't done, you know, sit on the top shelf, right? We <laughs> it sits in front of us. Whereas what we're going to do now is we're going to clear away the cobwebs of the stuff that hasn't gotten done. And we're just going to zero in and have a look at the things that have. So one of my students, and this was like a huge moment for me, she'd set up a campaign from Woe to Go, right? So she'd set up a whole campaign with everything connected and everything automated. We all know that Paul likes a few automations. And she got five sales online within the first 24 hours of it going live, which is so cool, right? For me, that was just like ding, 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 ding. It's like ticking all my boxes. <laughs> um, other people talked about things like setting up emails or putting together CRMs or creating shoot days and shoot experiences that they hadn't done and marketing and launching those sorts of shoot days. Again, just so nice to sit in the room and just listen to people talk about this stuff with such positivity and fondness and such passion about the things that they could get ticked off their list. So again, I'm going to ask you this question. Was there one thing that you felt like you needed to tick off your list that you have achieved? I know for me, it was definitely, I mean, I've definitely checked off a lot, but there, there was one thing that I was has been sort of like niggling at me for a few years and that was applying for the WPPI. And of course, you know, the joy of getting accepted to present there was amazing. But for me, the application process was the thing that was sort of holding me up, you know, not feeling like I was 
maybe ready for it or things needed to be perfect or, you know, next year when I have that thing done, you know, when I've got this in place, then I'll feel like I can go. No, I committed to it. I got myself an accountability buddy (laughs) to help me to make sure that we both put our applications in. And yeah, I'm just, you know, so proud of myself for getting that ticked off my list. And I guess almost even more proud, of course, of getting accepted. But the actual doing of that was just, you know, regardless of what the outcome was, I was just really happy with myself for actually taking the time and putting in the effort and not getting discouraged and and applying for that. And let me tell you, it was a long waiting period to get the answer back. <laughs> so, so there was a lot of months of like waiting and frustration. But when I got that, when I got the green light on it, when I got that email, I was pretty, pretty chuffed with myself. So can you think of one thing that you can look on. And I would love if there's more than one, if there's like 10 things that you know that you've ticked off your list, write them all down, do it all, do it all. (laughs) Now, the next thing that I asked my students in my community, and this was an interesting one, was what job did you do this year that made you feel most in flow? And I'm talking sort of experience from woe to go. So, you know, from the first point of contact with your client right through to the delivery of the images and, you know, obviously during the photo shoot experience and the planning with your client and that kind of thing, what job? And I I do want this to be a job, okay, like so a paid job or a job that you did for a client, even if it's you're not at the stage where you're charging for things yet. What one made you feel the most in flow? Okay, now the reason why I'm asking this is because I do believe that if you can start to pinpoint a specific job and you can start to understand what it is that was, you know, start to unpack it a little bit and figure out what what made you feel in flow or what went right, this should form the part, like a real part of your marketing for 2024. You really want to like focus and zero in on the jobs that are making you feel most in flow because they're the ones that are going to make you feel the most passionate. They're the ones that are going to help you to feel excited. They're the ones that are going to help you to keep moving forward, even when you feel like you can't. And we've all been at those stages in our business where you feel like, you know, you just want to throw in the towel or something like that. But if you can find yourself working on jobs that make you feel in flow, everything's going to change. Yeah. Now, if I'd asked myself this question five years ago, I probably would have been able to pinpoint. In fact, I can actually take myself back to like eight, nine years ago and I can pinpoint and I still remember the names of the clients and I remember the experiences because even though I loved what I was doing, there was a lot of what I would say like, jobs that I was taking on that weren't in flow, that just didn't feel congruent to me. Yeah. Whereas now I actually, when I, when I answered this inside of the group the other day, I said, do you know what? I feel in flow on most of my jobs, like in, like on a good percentage, I actually ended up having to look back at my year and look at the ones. And there was only maybe one or two jobs where I just didn't feel in flow. There was just maybe a, just a mismatch with the client. So for me, it was kind of like almost like the opposite. I, I feel like I'm mostly in flow with my jobs and with my clients and with the experiences that I work on. Now, of course, we've all got experiences that, you know, are not necessarily don't go exactly the way that you want them to or something like that. But you can, you know, when you get to work with a client where you just feel like you don't want the experience to end. Yeah, that's what I want you to focus on, yeah? And as I said, like I literally am so lucky and I don't mean to gloat here. It's not, that's not the uh, intention of this at all. As I was scanning through all of the jobs on my hard drives and looking through all of the names, 
I was like trying to pinpoint one and go, can I find just one that makes me feel most in flow? And the truth of the of, of my honest answer is no, <laughs> I can't just find one because I'm like, yep, she was amazing. She was gorgeous. That was fantastic. I remember that day. That was beautiful. Da, 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 da. I literally was going down the list like that and ticking. Now, again, I know that this is, you know, I don't, again, not saying like, oh my God, I'm fantastic or anything like that. That is not the intention of this at all. This is just what can happen in your business when you start making the decisions to, to work with the right people. And this is what I want to get you to focus on. <laughs> okay. So if you're feeling right now that, you know, things aren't maybe going necessarily how you want to in business, let's look at that one job that made you feel in flow and let's really unpack what that was about so that you can start to then bring in more of that. We want to just go looking for more of that and start attracting more of that. Yeah. Now you all know I'm a little bit of a woo-woo. <laughs> so this is this is going to take a little bit of a woo-woo sort of tact, but I do believe that if you can start to energetically uh, you know, attract the right kind of people, you'll feel like you're in flow in your business so much more. Okay. It kind of gets to a point too. Like I, I had a couple of clients just recently when we were on our social sessions experience and they just turn around and I hear this all the time, myself and my makeup artist and my videographer, we hear this all the time and people just, our clients are constantly saying, you guys just have like the best jobs, don't you? And we like all look at each other and we go, yeah, we actually do because we get to make people feel good in themselves right? And as photographers, that's what we do. We make people feel good. We help them to feel confident. We help them to show up more. Yeah. I just want you to take the time to reflect on that as well, because I think that a lot of the time we can get really caught up in other areas of our business that we just forget about how joyful it can be to just present a beautiful image of somebody and make them just feel good in themselves. Yeah. That's, you know, there's all other stuff that's laid in when you own your own business. Right. But as photographers, as creatives, as artists, we get to give people beautiful experiences and make them feel good. And that's that's just something I really want you to take into this holiday season. And I really want you to just marinate in that, right? <laughs> now, the last question that I'm going to get you to ask yourself is one that I actually posed to my daughter. So I didn't actually ask this one inside of the group, but when I jumped into the car after we'd held this coaching session and jumped in and picking up my daughter from work. And I just said to her, I said, honey, I just had the most amazing call. I got to like, listen to all these achievements of all these beautiful people and blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I want to ask you, what are you the most proud of yourself for in this year? And my beautiful 16-year-old daughter who just has so much insight and wisdom, she turned around to me and she said, Mom, I think I'm really proud of myself for standing up for myself and for staying really true to myself this year. Boom. Mum was like, oh, my God, I'm so <laughs> I said, I'm so proud of you too, sweetheart. I think that that's just amazing. Do you know, like that's just beautiful to hear you say that because I definitely don't think I had that kind of wisdom when I was her age. And I'm just, yeah, it was just so nice to hear that she's, you know, really kind of uh, aware of that. And she's really kind of um, focusing on that. And I have noticed that in herself too, right? I've noticed this, but for her to be able to sort of understand that process and honor herself, that was, that was pretty cool for me. So when I turn this question back on myself now, and I say, what am I most proud of for myself in this year? 
uh, you know, all business achievements aside, I have to say that I'm the most proud of that little possum that I've created um, because, yes, she is her own self, but, you know, as a mum, I am, yeah, very proud of of who she's turned into. Now, I'm sorry for anybody who doesn't want to hear this of me. <laughs> you might be here to hear business talk, but today I'm just getting a little bit gushy as I reflect on this year because I think as parents, a lot of the time you fear this time for your kids and and a lot of people kind of, you know, and can be negative or teenagers are tough and blah, blah, blah and, and all of that kind of thing. But, you know, I'm proud of myself for raising this gorgeous human who has just, yeah, really learned to stay true to herself. So that's it for me, folks. That's it for me for 2023. I will be staying true to trying to keep on a weekly schedule. It's not always easy for me to stay on the weekly schedule when my shoot sort of schedule gets really outrageous. But next year I am going to try and hold myself accountable to to the weekly schedule to keep coming into your ears because it's been so lovely to get so much positive feedback from all of you. I'm going to get a little bit emotional here now. Um, No, I get so many beautiful DMs from photographers who let me know that this means something like listening to somebody and being vulnerable and, you know, sharing what I do on this podcast. And I am very grateful to those of you who do give me that feedback, but I'm also very grateful to those of you who just show up and listen <laughs> and are really doing this for yourself and for your business. You know, it's it's a it's a big commitment to listen to somebody rabbit on about business. And it can be, I know that a lot of what I share on here can be kind of heavy and hopefully I'm not giving you too many to-do lists. <laughs> Um, And I hope that perhaps just taking some time to reflect and ask yourself some really simple questions about your business today is going to help you to really just pat yourself on the back. Because as I said, at the start of this episode, it has been a, a kind of a challenging year for all small businesses. And the fact that you keep showing up for yourself in your business is, yeah, is pretty, pretty cool thing. And again, thank you to everybody who entered into the giveaway and stood up for themselves last week. It was uh, pretty epic to see how many people are ready to, yeah, just learn and, and grow in 2024. So if that was you and you didn't win, my friend, watch this space because I'm going to be giving you plenty of opportunity to learn with me in the new year. And I look forward to connecting with you whenever the time is right. All right, my friend, have a happy holiday season. And I hope that you are giving yourself some well-deserved rest and time. And I'll look forward to connecting with you in the new year.